I'm back. Hello, 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 and welcome to the very first episode of Lately with Ashley Wright. I'm your host of this little show, Ash, and if you've been subscribed to the podcast for a little while now, you're probably sitting there thinking, wait, what? First episode? No, it's not. (laughs) It's like the third or something, right? Well, surprise! (laughs) The first two episodes I had on here, I have chosen to delete, not because of like anything serious, just because I wasn't happy with them. And it's as simple as that. The very first episode I recorded, I was literally sick. I'd lost my voice and I was really pushing myself to record an episode anyway, which was a stupid idea looking back on it. And the subsequent episode just, I mean, it wasn't great in my opinion. I didn't really like it. So I was just like, I guess I was consumed by this idea that I had to make and deliver content at a regularly scheduled time. And because of that, I was rushing episodes and putting out really poorly edited sound just so that I had something published on time for you guys to listen to, which like actually was never on time anyway. So I don't know why I was bothering. But anyway, today is the official relaunch of Lately, new and improved. Welcome. We're focusing on quality rather than quantity this time around, so if that means some of the episodes will be released later than usual or they might be a little bit shorter than an average podcast episode, which I put that in air quotes because how long really is an average podcast episode, you know? Anyway, just allow it, okay? Allow it. (laughs) I want to put out episodes that are tightly edited and packed with engaging content rather than filler stuff to try and bulk it up and stretch it out to a certain length. But like mostly I just want to release content that I'm proud of. So I'm super excited to be recording today's episode, but of course I'm also a little bit scared, a little nervous, I guess, having to restart an entire podcast because In a way, you kind of just feel like you failed the first time when something doesn't work out the way you initially planned and you have to reroute. So it kind of feels like, well, I fucking failed doing this, so why would I even want to do it again? Because like, although the podcast, I guess like a lot of people really liked the original format of the show and the first few episodes I released, like some people really loved it and some people just weren't interested in it, which... I guess that's with everything in life, so, you know, I wasn't that worried about it, but I just felt like I failed because I stopped enjoying doing it. It was this idea that I was really excited about. I'd worked really hard on organising and promoting the initial launch of the show. I designed the cover art, I was brainstorming ideas between another artist that I found online, I was brainstorming names with friends, I was doing research on how to get my show on different streaming platforms for people to actually be able to hear it outside of my personal life, outside of my family and my friends and not just putting it on SoundCloud because no one really uses SoundCloud I don't think anymore. (laughs) But yeah, like... I lost passion for it in less than two months or something, I think. I mean, having a lot of uni work to do during that time, though, definitely didn't help, but 
If it was something that I was super passionate about and I really loved it, I think I still would have found a way to continue recording even when I was busy with other things, you know? And it's hard to think that you just shouldn't do it anymore and call it quits. But I got back on the horse and I'm trying it again. And here we are. We're back with Lately, which if you haven't caught on by now is a play on words. My name's Ashley Lately, L-E-I-G-H. Anyway, I feel like you have to be looking at the screen to really realize if you're just listening to this and it's come up on shuffle, you're probably like, okay, anyway. (laughs) But If you're kind of interested in how this podcast is going to be structured, I will share. So basically what I'm going to do is every episode there will be some sort of overarching topic that I discuss and then I'm obviously going to talk about it, whether I have any advice on it, thoughts on it, any experience with it, whatever commentary or stories that I have on said topic, I will share with you all. And then at the end, if I have any, I will answer any questions you guys have on the topic or questions that you might have in general. I have a Twitter account set up for the show. It's linked in the episode's description and it will be for every episode. I also set up an email and I am working on an Instagram. I hate Instagram. I'm so bad at it. I literally never use it, not even for personal reasons. I just don't use it. But... I'm going to make one and you guys can send any questions or comments or topic suggestions or anything that you want through to any of those platforms. The show's handle across everything is just going to be lately underscore pod spelt L-A-T-E-L-E-I-G-H. I just, I love answering questions. I love asking questions. I don't know what it is, but I just love, I think I'm just a conversationalist. My parents always said I could talk underwater and they are 100% correct. Sorry, already distracted. I was getting a phone call in the middle of that. That was my mum. It's like she knew I was about to talk about her. (laughs) But like I was saying, I think I'm just a conversationalist. My parents always said that I could talk underwater and they're 100% correct. (laughs) They also used to say, I just like to hear the sound of my own voice, which is also true. I think that plays a big part in why I love answering questions as well as asking them. I don't know, but that's just how this podcast is going to work. It's going to be very open-ended. It's going to be chill, but I also have recently began acquiring this pet peeve of people who just continually talk and drag out their answers when they could just do the damn thing. Does that make sense? Like when they play the long game, if I ask what a color like if I ask what color the sky is I don't need the whole oh well it's currently an opaque gray and the clouds but it just it can be pink at dusk and I I just don't need a seven minute long explanation or a long-winded response when the answer can be given in seconds and I am so guilty of this I've done it so many times in the past which once again I don't know could just be because I like the sound of my own voice but Basically, what I'm trying to say is I'm going to stop doing that, which goes back to what I was saying earlier about not dragging out episodes just for the sake of making them longer. And I am going to get into our first episode. (laughs) So I'm just going to get comfortable. Hold on one second. I'm just going to have a sip of coffee as well. Let me just, oh my God, I can't even reach it. If you have a coffee, grab one. 
settle in. I'm so happy I got, I didn't, sorry, I didn't get a dome lid today when I got my iced coffee. Dome lids are just so embarrassing. I hope people understand what I mean when I say that, but like, I hate dome lids. I got a flat lid today. I'm stoked it's going to be a good day because of that. Anyway, <laughs> so basically, let's kick it off with a quick little intro of who I am. If you haven't listened to the trailer, I would highly recommend doing that. It's pretty much just like a summary of the main things about who I am and why I am doing this podcast, but I'm Ash. I'm just an aspiring journo. I'm currently studying a Bachelor of Communication and Media, majoring in journalism, and I'm quite partial to the world of fame and pop culture, and I probably slash definitely need to get new hobbies and interests outside of that. (laughs) I do have a background in psychology. I have a Bachelor of Psychological Sciences degree and also a Master's in Teaching. So she's an educated girl. I'm not anyone famous. I'm not an influencer. I'm not a celebrity. Like I said, I hate Instagram. I never use it. I have one post on there and like 200 followers and that's it. I don't really care that much. I'm just a 20 something year old girl living on Australia's South Coast who just so happens to own a microphone and has access to the internet, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing for you guys. So now that's out of the way. Let's actually look at this episode's overarching topic, which coincidentally enough is failure, which isn't that a surprise? What a coincidence. It's almost as if, I don't know, I planned it or something. (laughs) But in all honesty, I think failure is a very important topic to discuss. And I'm very hard on myself when it comes to like, I'm just very hard on myself regarding everything that I do. I'm a perfectionist. I look at and I listen back to everything and I nitpick at everything, things that other people probably wouldn't even notice. And I compare it to what others have done. And I see everything that they do is super great and successful, which makes me then hate whatever I've done or created more in comparison. I just believe everything that everyone else does is amazing and so good, so high quality, looks fantastic, sounds amazing. And yeah, it just makes me go, oh, mine's actually not that good because everyone else's is so good. I always see everyone else's as better than mine, always. So... I've had these feelings of failure bazillions of times in my life, as everybody has, but I also think I feel failure even when it's not necessary or warranted, if that's even the right word in this context, I don't know, but I just want to get into it. I'll start off by talking about my podcast again now, just for a quick minute, why we're here, why we needed to reroute, but not like not that I think anyone actually cares. Only about 25 people, I think, listened to the first two episodes, but I still think it's a valuable lesson that I learned and many others may learn from it too. So basically, I started lately earlier this year, around April-ish, I think, April, May, April, I think, and I was super excited. I wanted to make a podcast because I'm studying to be a journalist. I thought a podcast would look good in a portfolio for future employers. I also did a podcasting class at uni and I got really good marks in it. So I enjoyed the process of making podcast episodes and I enjoyed writing and producing and editing. So yeah, I just, I wanted to make a show outside of my student experience and I wanted to make a podcast that had 
it had structure and something that had a purpose maybe something that was educational I don't know something that was useful in a sense and others could turn to I wanted to do something where I thought people would be able to go home having learned something from listening to me like I wanted something or somebody to have like walked away with something tangible from the podcast so that's why I structured the show in a way where I was recommending books and Netflix shows and even YouTubers I guess like I know that doesn't sound like it was anything overly intelligent that I was speaking about, but I don't know, it was all just, I was recommending other people and other resources rather than giving my own life experiences and advice, even on topics that I actually knew quite a lot about. And I spoke briefly in one episode about a sort of breakup, like, like not really, like, (laughs) The guy and I weren't ever really officially an item or anything together. We'd just been like dating casually, but whatever. I told this story of what went down between us and in the end how it ended and what, like that wound up getting the best reception from all of you guys. I don't know, you guys just seemed to really like it. So after time went on, I felt like, I started to feel like I wasn't even interested in the stuff that I was talking about. And if I'm not interested in it, why like, why should I expect any of you guys to be? What I, like, what I really wanted to talk about was my thoughts and experiences. And that's what I guess, like, when I spoke about that guy and I, that seemed to get the better reception from all of you. So I don't know, I just felt super uninspired during the whole, like, the original format. I'd be setting up the mic because I just record these episodes from home in my bedroom. I'm not in a studio or anything like that, but eventually I'd like to get into one. But yeah, at the moment I'm, yeah, I would just set up the microphone in my bedroom and I'd, I'd be like, I love the format of podcasting, but I don't really love doing this exact thing. So I would think, how do I make myself love it? Like, can I even do that? So I'd, I'd go into it and I'd try and talk about things that were more interesting to me because I thought I'd like that more, but I still like, I wasn't in love with my podcast. I wasn't really, I wasn't even really all that proud of it. I hadn't even really shared it with my friends or family in real life at this stage because I didn't feel like it was something that I was in love with or proud of and I didn't really want to share it with other people because I didn't even like it so why would they like it kind of thing and that's something that I've really struggled with like with all the stuff that I've put out truly feeling like I love what I'm putting out there for the world to see or listen to I struggle with that so like really being proud of it and I didn't feel like that with the initial episodes I launched on this show which have now been deleted and it started to really upset me because I was feeling like I was failing and I was like, oh, like I'm a fucking failure. I can't even do a podcast. Like it seems so simple. Why can't I just go into it, record it, enjoy the process, unplug the microphone, shut up and go about my day as normal and just not even think about it. But instead it was really upsetting me because it was like, I felt like I was failing it. 
Anyway, so like long story short, this newly relaunched version of Lately, Lately 2.0, is going to just be me repeating myself, I guess, for however bloody long. So let's just rename the show now. Start a new one entirely, call it Ash Can't Stop Repeating Herself Podcast. But anyway, so (laughs) to summarize, I took it all into consideration. I took a break from podcasting, which if you're an OG listener, you already know this. I took a few months off and I ended up deciding I still love podcasts. I still love doing podcasts. I love recording. I love talking, which we all know. I love editing. I love adding sounds and getting creative. I love interacting with all of you online on social media and I love promoting the show's content. And like I said, I love listening to podcasts. So I just decided I wasn't going to quit. I, I'm i just going to reroute it. So there's no need to give up or quit just because something doesn't work out the way you initially expected it to or wanted it to. It's all about if you like it, you just have to... Like, it's okay to readjust. Step back, take a look at it from an outsider's perspective and look at the bigger picture. Readjusting and rethinking is not failure. It's like, but I really didn't want to believe that. I was like, if I really reroute this whole podcast, that means I've failed and people are going to laugh at me, they're going to judge me. But that's not true. Like, My lecturer last year at university taught me a very important acronym, FIFO, F-E-F-O, which stands for fail early, fail often, which really scared me to hear as someone who has like, I guess you'd call it a fear of failure. And to be honest, I don't think I took this advice or this acronym on board last year when I was supposed to. We were encouraged to fail and reroute and adjust our projects multiple times before handing them in at the end of the semester last year. And I think I just completely ignored that component because I just didn't, I didn't get it and I didn't want to. It's actually only just kind of hitting me now, but yeah, anyway, now here we are and I feel really good. I don't feel like a failure anymore and I'm excited. I'm glad that I didn't let my feeling of being like super just negative or yeah, just like negative about the fact that my first round or my first attempt didn't go exactly as I had planned. Like I didn't let that affect me to the point where I was like, I just don't want to get like, I just don't want to do a podcast at all because there was a point there where I did feel like that, but I decided to keep going. And because of that, here we are now. Failure, so like, obviously when you fail a test at school or an assignment at university, that's shitty, right? I mean, I could talk about that for hours. It's, now that I'm not in school anymore and I've done a few degrees, I already have a bachelor's and a master's under my belt, I wish I could go back and tell my younger self, who was always just so stressed about grades and failing, that... You can fail every fucking test and assignment for the rest of your life, but as long as you're doing your best and you're actively trying and giving it a go regardless, like, as long as you're trying, you're still succeeding. There's a way to get to your end goal or whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. 
Like even if you fail every single test, you can still find a way to get a university education or a degree if that's what you want. That's not what everyone wants, but you know. And you can still find a way to get a job or make a song or write a book or do whatever you want. It's, I don't know, it's those little mundane failures in everyday life. They don't matter in the grand scheme of things. In school, in high school, when I was doing my HSC, I was up until the morning, sometimes not even sleeping, studying textbooks and notes I had written for my exams. I was so stressed and anxious that I was going to fail one little test, which I think just mainly would just crush my ego. I think that would be the biggest thing to me. It would just be a massive ego crush. I was noticed as one of those, like, I was given the title of, um, you know, in primary school as one of those gifted and talented students or because I was a capable reader. I could read at a level higher than my classmates that, you know, it doesn't mean that I was good at everything, but I hated maths. I struggled with my times tables in primary school, but as soon as you're picked as one of those gifted and talented students by a teacher, when you're like six or seven years old for whatever it is that you're capable of, which in my case was reading, that follows you all throughout your schooling career. I was in the top groups and classes for every subject, even maths, and I was reading high school level novels in year four, I was doing senior mathematics in year eight as a junior in high school. Everyone had this expectation of me like, oh, Ash is smart, she knows every, like she knows everything, she gets good marks, she passes all her exams and she's a high achiever, blah, blah, blah. It made me so anxious that if I failed or got anything less than 85% on anything, I would be seen as a failure. I would have let everyone down. It was like so bad to the point that after my final HSC exam, I wound up in the emergency room at 3am because I couldn't sleep. I thought I was having a heart attack. My dad took me to the hospital and they rushed me in and they did ECGs and like all these other tests I can't even remember. It was such a blur because I was just so worked up. I was having a panic attack. I was so anxious and scared and nervous that I had failed one of my exams. I wound up in hospital thinking my heart was going to explode out of my chest. But yeah, I feel like just one of the biggest things with failure is that it's an ego crush for a lot of people. And that's stupid. And I'm still trying to figure this out because something happened to me. Well, like not recently now, but something within the last like the last three years, I'd say, which feels like recently because everything that's happened between COVID and now feels like it's only been a few months, but it hasn't. Anyway, it was like, this happened to me for the first time, which was the biggest feeling of failure I've ever felt. But it's weird because people don't talk about this thing like it's a failure. And that's when a relationship or a friendship doesn't work out. Like, just give me a second here. I just need to swap the microphone over. I'm holding it in my hand and it's just like aching. Oh my God. But yeah, so let's say you have a breakup, romantic or platonic. When something like that doesn't work out, I would argue that, at least for me anyway, that's one of the biggest feelings of failure because that's happened to me so many times now and it's crazy how you can do nothing wrong or it feels like you've done nothing wrong. And maybe it's just that like you and that person weren't meant to be together, whether that's in a romantic way or a friendship type of way, because you just didn't click or just, 
like whatever reason, you both realize that the relationship isn't working out between you both. And it's just, it still feels like such a failure, even when nothing went wrong and it was a mutual decision to split or you just drifted apart naturally. It's just a massive slap in the face to your ego because, you know, maybe you are planning a future with this person. I don't know if that's really presumptuous of me, but I tend to like, especially when I meet someone new for the first time and I really get on with them to begin with, I begin planning the rest of my life in a sense where it includes that person. So whether it's a friend that you thought you might travel to Europe with or someone who you would you thought would be a bridesmaid at your wedding one day or maybe it's your significant other and you were like you know planning how you're going to decorate your future house together or you're discussing baby names with them or already talking about like engagement rings like right whatever anyway when all that falls apart it's like oh my god (laughs) now I'm back to being single or I'm back to having or not having that constant friend slash person to speak to in my life every day, all the time, I've failed. Like, I just had this realization the other day because this has happened a few times where, you know, I'm dating someone one day and then I'm not, or I've made a new friend and I've put all, like I've put my all into this relationship with them and then realized we're actually just, we aren't compatible. So, now we're not friends and like that's just a part of being a teenager and a young adult and so it's hard not to feel like I just I beat myself up about it being like oh this is my fault I'm too trusting I give too much of myself away too fast I'm too open to letting new people in without getting to know them properly first I'm a shitty person even if I literally did nothing wrong and I was the absolute best version of myself and only did what I thought was right I I think I'm not someone like I don't know I begin to think like you know Maybe I'm just not someone people want to be friends with or I'm not interesting enough to be around. I'm not someone people want to hang out with or be around for more than a few days or even just a few hours sometimes. And I've blamed it all on myself and thought of whatever rela- like whatever relationship it was ending as a failure. And that's just not the case. I just realized this literally like a few weeks ago when my best friend was going through this exact thing with a guy that she was kind of dating and she was telling me how she felt all of these things and like she was a failure and I had to remind her that she wasn't and I was like oh wait that's right none of this makes a person a failure I'm literally like I'm not even kidding you I realized this like three weeks ago like unless you did something terribly wrong and you just aren't self-aware but even then like that's not a failure it's a learning curve I think like it's a learning experience either you weren't supposed to have that person be in your life number one which is probably the case anyway or like number two now you've learned that treating someone the way that you treated them let's just say in this instance that you're the one who treated them badly because You know, we need to cover both sides here because not everyone is innocent, but chances are you're not going to treat someone the same way you treated that person again. Because you saw the outcomes, you saw that what you did had consequences, 
you now know that that's not how you should be treating a person and hopefully you'll learn from feeling the way that you do not to do it again. So I guess that's not really a failure. Although you're feeling it, it's not. It's learning. It's standing back, reevaluating and readjusting. But I mean, I understand that in the me- like in the moment, it's so hard not to blame yourself. And that's something that's always affected my self-esteem. Even if it's been like me realizing that someone in my life is the toxic one and they're not good for my mental health or whatever. And I choose to remove them from my life because of that. Like I'm the one choosing to remove them, knowing it's the other person and not me. It's still, it's a huge, like, it's fucked up my self-esteem because like, then I'm the one sat at home by myself at night thinking, am I ever going to have a happy or healthy relationship? Like, I know that I will, but at the time it's just, it's like, well, yeah, I failed again. Anyway, like, (laughs) I feel like I'm just going on about this now. Moral of the story here is that I think we all need to fucking chill about failing and stop being so scared of it. We need to see the positives in situations where things may not have gone to plan like we expected them to, because I know for me, all these add up and they feel like a massive weight on my shoulders that I'm left to just carry around with me. And I'm still trying to learn how to not let that affect me or get to me the way that it does now. But I think the key is that once you wait it out, you can reflect back on things that have happened that you consider failures and you actually can see the positives that come from it and how you've learned from it and you just don't let it define you. Which is probably so fucking dumb to say because I'm sure every life coach on the internet has probably said something similar to this, but then you can kind of like, you see why it happened and then it all sort of makes sense. Whenever something shitty is happening in my life, I kind of just tell myself or like I remind myself that in a few months time, I'm probably not even going, well, like, I'm definitely not even going to be worried about whatever it is that I feel like I'm failing right now. Like, once again, going back to this podcast, because it's just an easy example, I'm literally not even worried about what, like, what happened with that. I was at the time and I was so embarrassed and just, I felt like I'd failed. But now, like I said, I'm so chill about it. I'm, if you just wait, I think, and if you're patient, it usually does make sense and you aren't going to be worried about it. This is just like a general, like, I feel like this is a general thing for most of the stuff that I found. So anyway, (laughs) that was, that was a lot. I feel like that was really a lot. It was kind of a mood kill as well, like a massive Debbie Downer. But yeah, I just, I think it's something or like, it's a topic that still, it needs to be discussed especially after speaking to my friend about it recently, like I said, because it's just proof that we don't talk about failure and these feelings enough or ways or different kind of like strategies to overcome these feelings. I know I said I have a psychology degree, but also take my advice with a grain of salt. (laughs) This is all like it's off the record. And I'm sure that if you're really struggling with these feelings of failure and speaking about this and hearing it hasn't helped you, definitely reach out to a therapist or a counselor because they would have so many better resources and strategies to help you. This is all just like a bit of lighthearted fun and conversation. Like even if this specific topic isn't all that fun, I promise that not 
every episode of Lately is going to be this deep or depressing, but you know, why not start on a low because then we can only go up from here with upbeat topics and conversations. So it can always like, it can always get a little more heartwarming and funny and it definitely will, even though I'm sure like some of the things I said today might have been a little bit heartwarming for you guys and potentially funny without me realizing. I don't know. There was probably like definitely some innuendos kind of at the start when I was talking about the podcast, I think, thinking back to it. I don't know. I'll listen back and I'm probably going to be like, why did I say that? (laughs) Anyway, just I think like I think another thing that I'm struggling with at the moment, which I don't have an answer for yet. Maybe you guys do tweet me or something. If you have any advice for me, it would be greatly appreciated. It's a feeling of failure timeline wise. I know that like time is just a construct and societal norms are not indicative of where and how a person like should be in their life at a certain time, but it sure as fuck puts pressure on you, right? One of my best friends is engaged. Two of my best friends, sorry, two of them are engaged, but one of them's younger than me and the other one's 29 this year. So like, I'm totally okay with that. Makes sense. But Yeah, my friend who's younger than me recently, she bought her first home with her fiance during lockdown and then she got engaged at Christmas time last year. I'm super happy for her, super excited. We have her hen's weekend coming up later this year and she's been trying on wedding dresses and it's all, it's all happening. It's so exciting, but it really makes me feel like a failure because I'm behind her in regard to all of these like kind of milestones timeline wise which it sounds so stupid and she brings it up with me all the time because she's like well you have two degrees and like you're doing your third at the moment you have a master's degree and like I'm still so young it's insane like I do I have three degrees with a master's degree included but society doesn't really view those as massive milestones I feel unfortunately because It's not like I can carry my degrees around in frames with me whenever I go out. My friend has an engagement ring on her finger. It's literally always with her. But you know, like, even when you go out and people will ask like, do you have a boyfriend? Or they ask if you still live at home or if you're renting or if you have a house or you're saving for a house, like whatever. And I have to say no to everything. No one ever asks like, do you have a master's degree? (laughs) What's your highest level of education? Unless you're like literally going for a job interview or something like, so I guess from like a lot of people's perspectives, especially people that I just meet in a social situation, I feel like I'm a failure in their eyes and they're all judging me. I have another friend who has like, she has a baby. A lot of my cousins are having babies now too. They're all older than me, like not by much, but a little bit. And it just feels like I'm so far behind in comparison to everyone else right now. Everyone's doing shit. I'm sitting in my room recording this podcast, you know, like, you know what I mean? And that's like, that's what I hate about social media. People post all these great things that they're doing and good for them. They should be proud of their accomplishments. But I like, I need to remind myself that all of that is just a highlight reel. They only post the good things, obviously, like, No one wants to share what they're actually struggling with, but it really puts a dampener on people's moods, I guess, when they see people they went to school with or people who their age or younger doing things that 
they are nowhere near close to doing or ready to do yet. Like, I'm not ready to do anything like that. I'm not ready to get married. I'm not ready to have kids. I still feel like I'm way too young, but I don't know. It's, it, it doesn't make me, it, like, it, it makes me feel like a failure and it shouldn't, but it's hard to overcome those feelings, which I think might be why I hate Instagram so much and why I stay away from it. I think I've just come to a realization. I'm definitely a happier person off social media, that's for sure. But I do actually remember seeing a TikTok recently that said something along the lines of, if you're worried about not having done enough in your life right now, just remember that the characters in Friends, the TV show, were like 25 or 26 in the first few seasons. So like, this is just my first season of Friends. It wasn't until the end where they actually started to get into serious relationships and buy houses and accomplish their dream, like dream careers and follow their dreams. So they were like in their 30s, I guess, by that point. It's the same in Sex and the City. I'm re-watching that on Binge right now and they're all in their 30s, happily single, just doing their thing, still trying to navigate life. It just feels weird when everyone, like everyone around you seems to be doing so much and you're just not. Like, they're speed running through life. We've got time. Chill. And I guess that's what I need to remind myself. I literally have time. This isn't centuries ago when life expectancies were way shorter. So everyone was expected to marry and have kids really young. Because as, like, as short as life is, it's long. There's time to do things. I think just being in a small town where there's nothing else to do besides get married and have kids makes it a lot harder, especially when you're someone like me who has other dreams and goals that they want to do first, like travel and move countries, go on exchange. Like You can't do anything like that when you have commitments like long-term relationships and kids and families and a mortgage. Like Anyway, <laughs> I feel like I've vented enough today, which is good venting is good as a human sometimes we just we need to vent we need to talk a little bit of shit that doesn't make us a bad person it just lets us release some of our emotions so we aren't all pent up with them and filling up with these different feelings ready to bubble over and explode at any time at anyone as well it makes us nicer people i think when we can vent our feelings out and release our frustrations and emotions especially in a safe space where it can't hurt anyone. So yeah, this is such a long podcast episode. I have been speaking for so long and I cannot even remember what I said. I can't wait to listen back to it all and publish it. Oh my God. But for now, I think it's time to wrap it up. I've spoken a lot. I can't remember what I've said. I can't take it back now. It's all said and done and people are going to hear it. So I hope that I maybe opened up your mind to something, made you a little more open to new feelings and experiences. Who knows? Maybe it made you think about something a little bit differently, made you change your, like, I don't know, change your perspective on a few things. That's what I would hope anyway, that you gained something from this and didn't just sit there bored listening to me ramble. Although I'm sure that like if you were bored, you would have clicked off before now <laughs> because it's been so long. Anyway, next episode, I will make sure to talk about something a little bit different, maybe something a bit more fun or something. I don't know. I kind of want to get a friend or a guest on next episode. We'll see how we go. 
please tweet at the show's Twitter account. It's linked in the episode's description. Let me know what you think about the new and improved lately. Give me recommendations for topics or send in your questions. And if you'd rather send a voice message and maybe have your voice be featured on the show, I've set up an option for you to do that via anchor.fm. That's who distributes this podcast onto all the different streaming platforms. The link to do that is also in the episode description. And yeah, that's it from me for now. I love you guys. Make sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts, we're there. Give us a little rating, five stars, of course. It helps me out a lot. It also encourages me to keep going. It lets me know that you guys are liking the format, you're liking the content. Until next time, see you in a bit. Mwah.